everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 135. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. I'm Linwood Knight. Our Silver Phoenix, and this is our special New York Comic Con edition of our show. Now, originally I did say we weren't going, but... Random shit happens, isn't that right? <laughs> if you want to call it that, yeah. Yeah. All, all the time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, 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 I'd have to agree with that. So, this time, as I said, we're doing a special episode of our, of our podcast. So, in order for us to pull this off, what we always try to do is try to find people to, you know, talk to, talk to us about the podcast and so forth. I mean, about the, about the con. So we did that. I was able to find some people. And it took me a while to find people to help us do this because right after I got told, yeah, I'll help you, I get a message, I can't do it, I can't do it. Evidently, a lot of people got delayed con plague. Huh. I, I ain't going to complain because uh, seriously, I caught it like Sunday when I got home. I'm like, seriously? But, um... I'm just glad it was just a temporary effect. But before we go ahead and introduce our guest, uh, let's go ahead and let everybody know that we are live tonight, week of October 15th, 2013. Uh, check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Here we go. If you have a chat client such as Merck, XChat, or Chatzilla, you can go with irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is Vog. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash network. There is information there where you can go ahead and click on it. And whatever your default chat client is, it'll bring everything right up for you. And check-ins are now live, so go right ahead, check in, get those points. And let's get the show on the road. And as I said, we do have a guest here. I'd like to introduce um, a cosplay friend of mine I've known for for quite a while now. I've met her at Castle Point. She cosplayed Vanellope Von Schweetz. She's also cosplayed um, Panty Anarchy, Raven, um, Rainbow Dash, and a few others. I'd like to introduce everyone from Avalon Cosplay. Kayla, come on in. Hopefully she can hear us. Hello. Kayla, are you there with us, my dear? Can you hear me? We can hear you now. Thank God. Woohoo! Headset. That's okay. We've all had issues with headsets from time to time. I have actually gone as far as getting headsets for staffers, and those things were pieces of crap. <laughs> all right. So, Kayla, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um. Well, my name, of course, is Kayla. I uh, run a cosplay page called Avalon Cosplay. I'm based out of Orange County, New York, and I've been doing cosplay since around 2009, roughly. That's cool. What was, like, earliest cosplays you've done? Uh, the earliest cosplays that I've done, um, the first one that I ever did was Haruhi Suzumiya, 
And that was just a matter of how many things can I glue to a shirt and get away with it looking somewhat decent. And then after that, it was Zoe from Left 4 Dead, and it's kind of just been... I've been on the up and up from there. Well, good. So, going down that rabbit hole, no regrets? Oh, absolutely no regrets. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Um, as we head on into our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Scarlett says, Hi, Kayla. Hi, Scarlett. Wonderful. Okay, let's go ahead and start our week and our day. So... Ari, let's start with you. Oh, goody. Uh, you know, mostly work and uh, getting re- getting ready for the uh, convention coming up. But uh, I've had some legal issues that have, cr- that have been dropped on me in the past weekend, which, for personal reasons, I won't go into. But suffice to say, one of the first things these people did was, thanks for court order, help themselves to all the money in my accounts. So I am scrambling to get funds together to go up to AAC. Trust me, I know those feels. That happened to me when I was working at Staples. I'm like, why is my check this less amount? Not even that. I checked my account balance, and they were all zeros. Evid- yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Evidently, with that paperwork, it got sent to my old apartment. And I'm like... Mm. I had been gone from there for almost a year. What the hell? So I'm like, you know what? I, I said, you know, it is what it is, whatever. One last thing in this world to deal with. So, But, dude, I really feel for you. Yeah. And I've been, let me say, I've been trying to cobble together funds on the home front, but it hasn't really been helping all that much. And I sincere, and I doubt that I can, you know, find money elsewhere. Well, er, like I said, everything will work out one way or another. Just... Just gotta keep at it. Sorry. Uh, okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm, I I was I had everything all set, and then uh, shit like that happened. So you know, I'm trying to stay positive. Hopefully, if I can get get up to uh, AAC, you know, I'll be able to I'll be able to enjoy myself the weekend and forget about the problems for at least a little bit. There you go. You know. Plus, you're going to be there with friends. We're going to have, like, five different types of alcohol in the room, so... At least. It's, it, 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 it'll, be, it'll be fun. Trust me. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Meh. You don't say apple pie. Um, I mean, sweetie, though. Mm-hmm. No, basically, um... I've worked a lot, way too much, and when I wasn't working, I was uh, catching up on uh, old TV shows. Like what? Um, Well, I'm trying to catch up on Criminal Minds, so I marathoned almost two seasons in three days. I know that feeling. Mhm. But yeah, that's what I did on my last day off, and then the next day, and then the next night when I got back from work. Fair enough. So. And that's basically all I've done. All right. All right. J- just to, to sidetrack for a second, I don't know about you, Mako, but I kind of like that new chick on NCIS. I, I don't. You. 
I don't, and I'm glad that she's not staying. Oh, so it's not going to be her. I would be very upset. <laughs> oh, you'd still watch. I'd still watch, but I'd be very upset. I don't like her, and I didn't like her when she was on the show before. When was she on the show before? We can take this off the 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 podcast. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. We're, yeah. As you can tell, we're a couple of NCIS. This isn't fans. the NCIS podcast. No, it is not. And I don't think I have the time to set up a podcast just for that. Don't think. I don't think people want to hear just two two fans going on and on for an, an hour about it. I guess this is what. That'd be uh, fun though. This is what Mako goes through whenever you and I talk about pro wrestling. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, when you two start talking about pro wrestling and I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, now you understand. I'll say there was a Candice Michelle cosplayer at um, at Comic-Con with, walking around with the Divas belt. The fuck? I think it was Candice Michelle. I, it's the one the, the one Diva always has the, ho- has the hoodie. I can't remember her name. But whatevs. So as for my week and my day, long story short, okay. I had a flood in my apartment Friday morning. Oh. Funny thing is, I hear it bubbling up in the shower that morning. I didn't pay too much mind to. I'm like, okay, it must be the pipes or something. I go to shower. No. So run out, get liquid Drano, pour it down, it starts to go away some. Turn on the water to flush it out. That didn't work. Nobody's home upstairs until I hear water running. Okay, no big deal. I turn and look. Now, Ari, Mako, you've seen you've seen my bathroom, right? Yeah. The water came up mm-hmm. and out. Went pretty much down to where my PS3 was. Oh. So I'm, I'm scrambling with, with, with the bucket and a pot to pour the water out in the main drain, running upstairs telling them to turn the water off, and end up getting Roto-Rooter over here, and they were able to finagle it down to $125. And they tried to blame it on me. Because they found grease in the trap. If it had gone on for any longer, you would have had a literal waterbed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Give the man a dollar. But what happened was, they found the plumber found baby wipes in the outgoing trap, so not my fault. Yeah, because what kind of purpose would you have for baby wipes? I actually keep a I keep a small packet of them around, you know, for, like normal wipes for the bathroom. I throw those in the trash. So run out. I do laundry, get newspaper to soak up all the water, and then for the last two days, I've just been spraying down the carpet trying to get the scent, the smell out, so I can get um a car, uh, like a deod- a carpet deodorizer and that craziness. Ugh. But then I get a, a email today saying that. I have a job now. Woohoo! Woo! Congrats! Yay! Thanks. Cool. Uh, it's funny. I'll do the short version. I go out to. All right, y'all know um, Castle Point, right? Mm-hmm. The Panera, yep. the Panera Bread right down the street. 
Okay, on the main strip, there's a Panera Bread. I went there for the first interview. Anyone know a little bit about me? So I told them. The interview aspect of the podcast, um... Where we talk, you talk about my skills and so forth. We spent like the last 20, 30 minutes talking about anime, Ronma one half, and conventions, and the state of the industry. So, you know, that was, that was solid. That's cool. Yeah. And then the next day, I go interview with the senior manager at the main building. He was impressed with the, of the places I've worked and how I carry myself, and the fact that I graduated from a school right up the street from where the where the New York the U.S. location of the U.S. headquarters of the bank is. And he was telling his manager to start re- that they should be recruiting from that school. So I say, okay, in my book, you know. So it pays pretty well. Actually, it pays just as much as my last job, but you know what? I'm still able to live off of it. The only thing that sucks is the pay schedule. Every every two every weeks. Every week. Every, it's more like every 15 days. Uh, teachers in the schools I used to go to, you got paid like that. They still do. See, I get paid on the 7th and the 22nd or the day before or the day after if it's a sun, if it's a weekend or holiday. Oh, so you have set days. Yeah, pretty much. I'm used to that, but it just takes me about two months to adjust my finances so I know how my money flows. So, it is what it is. Alright, um, Linwood, how was your week and how was your day? My week was a freaking blast. Oh, do tell. Yes, New York Comic Con, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that a lot more, but New York Comic Con was balls-to-the-wall amazing, at least my personal experience. That's good. My personal experience was amazing. We'll talk more about New York Comic Con as a whole as we get into it, but pretty much I've been working, though, quite frankly, I'm getting kind of sick of the job. It's temporary, so right? It's temporary, so as we speak, I'm working on my LinkedIn. Yeah. Getting that up so I can start applying for jobs there. Yeah, I've gotten I've gotten a few connections off of that, and then you know I also like Taleo, like the the site where everybody goes when you apply for a job, you go to Taleo to do that stupid um test where you strongly agree or disagree. They have a universal profile. Do that so that way it makes it easy to go across the board. That's pretty cool. Yeah. At least I know where to go to find my references when I need them. <laughs> Alright, so that's pretty much all in all for you, broski. Well, right now, I'm sick. I got con plague. You know, now there's, there's con crud and con plague. Yeah, I got con plague. I may not yeah. be going to work tomorrow at this point. I've been seeing that people have been taking extra days off. I was like, well, hey. One, one of my friends was complaining about it. She's like, I never got it before. And I said, it's okay. It's a rite of passage when going to conventions. You will eventually get it. And you know what? This is my first... I've been going to conventions for, what, 11 years? This is my first time getting it. For reals. This is my personal record. I've gone, like, almost two years without getting... Com- Actually, no. We didn't get it the last time we went. No, I'm trying to think. Mako, would you consider it complex that I got sick before we went to PAX East or no? 
No. Okay. Then I think my record's about two years. So. So I guess it goes to show when going to cons, bring um wipes, vitamin C, and um and mints. I guess. Sounds. Those sound like good ideas. Yes, very. And also, bring a bottle of water and 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 um granola bars. I did. You know what? I did the final two actually. Yeah. Yeah, I had water every day and I had granola bars every day. Yeah, that's what it is. First thing I hit, um, Dwayne Reed grabbed it and went, kept walking. All right, so uh, Kayla, how was your week and how was your day? Well, up until New York Comic Con, my week was incredibly stressful just because I'm infamous for procrastinating on cosplays. So there's that. Just so you know. Every just about everybody procrastinates on their cosplays. Yeah, I just do it. I think maybe more than the average person because I usually end up pulling two all-nighters the day the nights before uh, the actual con weekend. But other than that, my weekend was absolutely freaking amazing. This is definitely the best New York Comic Con I've attended since 2009, and I'm hoping that it's just upwards from here, but there are very few weekends that matched, like, how good this one was. Uh, well, you'll pa- you'll get another rite of passage when you ha- when you go, oh shit, my costume's not done. BRB, packing sewing machine and car. Oh, well, you see, I could do that, except um, well, there's two problems. One, the car that I had before it uh, broke down, which it's in my uh, driveway right now, was a 1994 Ford Escort that couldn't handle a 50-minute drive without overheating. So that's problem number one. Problem number two is, like I said, it's broken down and I need another car. Mm. So until I find one, then I like I'm kind of like screwed, just bringing like needles and thread and hand sewing everything just in case it's an emergency or if I don't finish anything at home. Well, look at it this way. You don't have to worry about bringing the sewing machine to a convention unless you're in a group skit with other people and, you know, you gotta get that shit done. It's only a matter of time before I am because I feel like I do need to be in the masquerade at least, like, once in my cosplay career, like, other than Springfest. Yeah! Springfest. <laughs> look, th- I said it multiple times already. There were more people watching you and everybody else dance in the cafeteria having a good time than at the actual masquerade. I know. It was like, it wasn't Spring Fest. It was Cafeteria Dance Fest. Look, the I think video- I'm missing some context on this. Okay. Oh, please fill him in. Please Ar- fill him in, Rana. Okay. All right. This is what happened. All right. It was Sunday. We all- everybody was just chilling out in, in the cafeteria. Someone breaks up the boombox and everyone starts dancing. And everybody's just is going nuts because it was entertaining. It was a lot more entertaining than than people than the masquerade was, you know. Huh. And I think I've gotten more hits off of that than the actual masquerade. And if that's the case, wow. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> mm. Well, just wait till 2014. Oh, <laughs> Why would happen? 2014. Springfest 2014. Oh, okay. I am going to get the large economy size uh, mush- uh, marshmallows for that. Marshmallows? Wait, gonna, where are you getting marshmallows? We're going to that con gets roasted every year. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, yep, yep. Oh, oh, oh. 
I thought we were gonna like play some game of like Chubby Bunny or something. I was like, well, if that's the case, then maybe I will go back to Springfest. Well, we'll get into that at a later date. But um, if we go to the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com, we have here from Hockey Common. I'd post a link for Happy Happy Joy Joy video, but YouTube ate it up. K23 says, I got no complex. Scarlet follows up with just a sore voice from work. And he also says, best NYCC ever with signings from Slot, Joe Q, Pichilli, Claremont, and Larry Hama. And Scarlet says, Masquerade is fun. You should totally rock it. Take your word for it. <laughs> I, I Trust me. When you, look, no, that's right. All right, I don't think you were there. We Manga next one year, we did Ronma 1 half to, to Avenue Q's. Everyone's a little bit racist. I did Larry. see that skit, oh, though. God, I remember that. <laughs> Someone please link me to that later. It sounds amazing. Yes, yes, we will. And... According to Biko D Styles, we don't talk of Springfest. <laughs> I didn't know this was like Fight Club. <laughs> was Springfest really that terrible? Yup. You want to know what the highlight of the masquerade was? What? Uh, Ken's son running across the stage. Oh, the little boy. Yep. Oh, that was the be- he was so adorable. That was the highlight of the masquerade. Yeah, it, yeah, Springfest was that terrible, Ronma. Wow, that's terrible. Well, like I said, we'll talk about that at a later date. But as for now, let's go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're going to break down Comic-Con in four days. Everything went down. We're going to take your Skype calls. So we want to hear what you thought of Comic-Con and so forth. So in the meantime, we will be right back.
like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VOGNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sista and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. All right, now let's get down to the nitty-gritty here as we talk about New York Comic Con 2013. I'll have to say, I'm kind of thankful that I, I went on Saturday. got about 400 photos, so let's start breaking it down uh, day by day. So, Linwood, Kayla, yes, you were both yep. there on Thursday, correct? Correct. All right, let's hear about your Thursdays. Whoever wants to go first can go first. Linwood, go ahead. You go first. All right, no problem. Well, Thursday was Thursday. It was day zero. It was the most relaxed day. I got there like around, let's see, I left work 1 o'clock. I had to go back upstairs, so I really left work like 1.15. I got there like around 2, 2.30, got to the press lounge, got myself prepared, and then went down. Just <laughs> saying, then went down, you know, explore. <laughs> went down, explored the trade room, and pretty much just relaxed. Got a few pictures. Got base. Got a few pictures. Met up with a few people. Talked to a couple people. That's went good. to a pan. Went to a panel or two, and that was basically it for my Thursday. All right, what panels did you go to? Well, I went to the steampunk panel. They were talking about steampunk entertainment. There's one big TV show that's gonna be. There's one big TV show. That, <laughs> I was saying, there's one big project called Lantern City. There's one big project called Lantern City that's being in the. There's one big project called Lantern City that's in development right now, and I gotta say, it looks really, really good. Okay. Um, I gotta say, it, it, it looks really, really good. I'll be it looks really, really good. I'll be writing about the panel eventually, so I'll be giving more of a. Uh, seriously, uh, I'll say I'll be writing about. I'll be writing. I'll be writing. I'll be writing up about the panel eventually, so I'll give more of a detailed description about it. But it looks like it could be the it looks like it could be the series that brings steampunk from being an underground community into more a mainstream community. I don't know. I know some steampunk people who like it being underground. Well, that's probably well. It's probably not going to stay there. Everything becomes mainstream eventually. When this becomes mainstream, we're going to find a bunch of steampunkers hanging out in Williamsburg drinking PBR. Oh, God. Fucking PBR. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll drink PBR right. over uh, over Budweiser. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, Budweiser fucking sucks. But you know what? In all honesty, <laughs> in all honesty, steampunk. See, right, I'll say, in all honesty, remember, Nicki Minaj did a steampunk video. So did Justin Bieber. Wait, st- what? Yeah, Justin Bieber did steampunk. No, 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 no. I can give two shits about Justin Bieber. Nicki Minaj did what? Yes. Yeah, and now a yeah. moment of silence for steampunk. 
It's bad enough she was ripping off of K-pop. Now she's taking... St- I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to cash in a favor or three this time. <laughs> Nothing sacred anymore. Nope. 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 Absolutely not. Look up. Turn me on. I no. <laughs> oh no! I know what he's talking about. To be honest, I mean, like Nicki Minaj is kind of hit or miss for me. Yeah, it's just like the same vomited out pop stuff that we've been force fed for years and years. But I actually kind of sort of like it, but. Uh, then again, that's just me. It's kind, it's really bizarre, and it's kind of like steampunk, Frankenstein-ish. I, I thought it was actually kind of cool. Okay, alright. It's, it's one of her better productions, that's for certain. Yeah, definitely. Though I will say this, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, I hate to say it, is a low-rank Lady Gaga. I don't... I That's don't think not really any new information. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah, think, really. <laughs> I don't think no. anybody's going to uh, who's going to argue that. I don't see that happening. So, all right, all right. Uh, oh yeah, I meant to make this quick note before we started talking about uh, New York Comic Con. I just wanted to give everybody an update on Indiegogo that we're that we're backing here for our friend Kathleen. Um, we're at five thousand two hundred and sixty-seven dollars. Thirty days left. We're asking people to continue to give and donate. You can find out more information on our face on our website at animejamsession.com. There is a link on the lower right hand side, or you just go to um, igg.me/at/loveforvenus. Thirty days left. We ask if you can give a dollar. If not, just keep spreading the word and tell other people. And now we can get back on track here. All right. So, what was the um, other panel that you went to? That was, I'll say, that was it for Thursday. I did go see a movie called Zero Charisma. Was oh, it? what's that about? Yeah, it's about the, it's about, it's about, it's about a Dungeons and Dragon player who is probably the worst possible type of person, probably the worst possible type of geek there is. He was rude, boorish, obnoxious, treated his friends like shit, and basically he. Treat his friends like shit, and, and, and treat his friends like shit, and we basically saw his life falling apart to where he had to move. And roll a d six is in my head now. Again, what a surprise. no surprise there. It's actually a very nihilistic movie, but it's a very compelling movie to watch. Hmm. You just want to see how badly the train can fall off the tracks. No brakes. The train has no brakes. No, it doesn't. Not in this case. Mm. <laughs> and if we go to the chat room at um, LiveVogNetwork.com, D-Style says, Heroes of Steampunk. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Fuck! Stop talking! <laughs> this person clearly needs to be put on a boat and just sent out to sea to think about what they said for a little while. <laughs> Banned, banned, banned him. I can't. <laughs> I, okay, okay. According to the rules of the chat, I cannot give him the ban hammer for that. I can't do it. But if they were to ever to do Heroes of Steampunk, I would probably uh, parody that to the opening to Mortal Kombat or something like that. <laughs> well, if you're gonna use Street Fighter, use Street Fighter Alpha or Street Fighter Three. Actually, okay. Street Fighter Three would probably work better. Yeah, Third Strike. Yeah, yeah. Think, think about it. Think about it. Rap to steampunk. 
What what about Dragon Ball GT? Wait, wrap the stream pog the steampunk. What about Professor Elemental? Cup of brown joy? <laughs> okay, alright, 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 alright. Let's get let's get let's get this train back on the tracks. Okay. Kayla, tell us about your Thursday. Well, my Thursday, let's see. Um well I think I got to the city around I think maybe two ish and after just hanging out with a couple people and getting into my costume, I was actually uh, poisoned from Final Fight and Street Fighter 4 that day. Um, I hung out at the Epic Cosplay booth, was kind of helping out there a little bit as much as I could, and then I went off to do a couple shoots. And cool. it's kind of funny. Uh, of course, I shouldn't have been surprised, but even though it was Thursday and the most like low-key day and I was wearing the costume that took like the least assembly out of all of my cosplays because you know poison is just like a pink wig cop hat riding crop short shorts and a little crop top mm-hmm. everybody and their father which ew but I'm not lying everybody and their father was stopping me for pictures as soon as I like posed for one picture it was like... 50 more cameras were just whipped out and I was stuck in one spot for like 30 like 30 seconds and then I would maybe move a foot and more people would come out. I'm not surprised with this because look, you did go to Otakon, remember that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. See, I thought you was going to say something about showing up and then everybody's there in full cosplay and I'm like, look, even though Thursday's a light day, as long as it's considered part of the con, people will show up in full regalia. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Although, I do have to say, um, I was surprised at how few creepers there were around me. Because, I mean, also, Poison's a really skimpy cosplay. I think I've only got um, one weird person that came up to me the entire day. He wanted me to... Uh, Pose for a picture of him with, like, my heel up on his back when he was bent over and looked like I was whipping his ass with my riding crop. And I was just like, um, how about, uh, no, but I still went ahead and did it Mm -hmm. because he, like, asked, is it okay? Instead of just saying, here, you do this. So I was more willing to do it, I guess. And I did. And he wasn't that creepy. But the the request was just kind of like, uh, okay. I guess. I was still kind of weirded out by it. I think that would be something Poison would do, but also he did act nicely, so it, I guess it was okay, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. He mm-hmm. asked nicely. It's it's different if someone just, like... I mean, if someone, like, asked if they could put their armor on you, then, yeah, a lot of cosplayers are going to be like, yeah, go ahead. But if someone, like, doesn't even ask at all and, like, grabs onto your waist and like squeezes you then we're gonna have a problem with it mm-hmm. of course i i do know there have been times i've taken pictures of cami cosplay as i asked him you know to do her victory pose where you know where she turns around and looks at you that's and, one of them at yeah, least yeah a few of them they they weren't comfortable with doing it i'm like sure no problem i i i, I ain't gonna sweat over because of that you know it's not a big deal to me but um did you check out any panels on thursday um, believe it or not, uh, I didn't really check out any panels for the entire weekend just because it was photo shoot this time, uh, hanging out with friends this time. It was more like I was trying to stay kind of on a schedule, but depending on who I ran into, it kind of like 
would throw wrenches in the works. Gotcha. Although I did stop at um, a couple of booths. The one booth that I stopped at um, starting on Thursday, following up every single day, um, I stopped at a Vampy Bitmies booth. Yeah, and, and I saw you kind of uh, fangasmed over that. Yeah, um, it actually took uh, it actually took my friend Danny to push me forward and just be like, "Hey, go and talk to her." And I just kept saying, "No, I can't talk to her." And then he finally pushed me forward, and she just looked at me and started smiling and just went, "Oh, your poison is so cute!" And I just felt my legs kind of wobbling, and I was like, "Okay, stay on your feet, make eye contact, don't stutter." And of course. Except for the part of where I was able to stand on my feet, I didn't listen to any of my own advice. I don't suppose you ran into any Hugo cosplayers, did you? No. Were there any Hugo cosplayers? Mm-mm. No, no. unfortunately, no. I didn't see any. I didn't see any either. Mm. I mean, it makes sense because unless they have a poison, no one's really going to like recognize who they are. Unless you play a lot of Street Fighter 3 and 4. Yeah, basically. Yes. Well, Kayla, speaking about that... They, they, they refer to Poison as Hugo's man-ager. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, no. Well, bam. Oh. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. Lynn would continue? Sorry. <laughs> I was saying, speaking of fangasms, right? You know Ivy Doom Kitty. Uh, yeah, you know, I know of her. <laughs> you know of her. She was there all weekend, right? I was there all four days, you know, hanging out with her. And there are a couple of my friends who were scared to go up to her. So I've been like, you know what? I had to push and be like, go up to her. She's really nice. I was doing, yeah, I was putting on people all weekend when it came to her. Making sure they got their time with her. They got to meet her, you know, talk to her and get pictures. Yeah, I get you. It's just, um, when it comes to cosplayers, um, when you meet a cosplayer that's, like, got 100,000-plus fans, I mean, people really forget, and sometimes these cosplayers have to remind us that at one point they were at our level, too, and a lot of the time they don't want to be... They don't want to be seen as a celebrity. They want to be seen as just, like, another member of the community. So... Exactly. Um, it was... Although, for me, I've kind of got a little bit of a social anxiety problems so it was just kind of a double whammy for me i was going up to someone who's technically got her own like amount of fame that's like far 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 past mine and she's just i like i don't even know but it was just so 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 hard to just like say more than five words to her without starting to like stutter and want to like hide behind everybody else which i did before i got up to the front of the line i was hiding behind danny just like with my face buried in a shirt going please let me just disappear right now i'm gonna say something stupid she's gonna laugh at me oh god oh god oh god but no she's actually one of the sweetest cosplayers i've ever met and i was so glad that i met her i regret not meeting vampy bit me to be honest with you oh you would have loved her See, but you also got to take into consideration that, yes, there are, certain, there are various cosplayers out there that have tens of thousands of fans, but they're no different from the rest of us, you know? They're just there to have a good time, and they'll they'll talk to you. And, you know, and I do understand where you're coming from, Kayla, because when I first met uh, Tristan Citrine, she was, like, one of the first few Venus cosplayers I knew of, and seeing her at cons, I was like, I, I got tongue-tied a lot. I just didn't know... What to say or how to say until, like, Anime Boston one year. I was at a dead dog party. She was there with a bunch of others. And I just got to know her pretty well. And and if it wasn't for me meeting her, I probably would not have been able to 
be a part of the Viz event um that Saturday at Comic Con. So Oh, there you go. Indeed. Okay, so let's move along to Friday. What the hell was that? Okay. Alright, so Linwood, if you'd like to um kick this train off. Okay, Friday. Let me just be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Friday was Friday was day I just didn't give a shit. I rolled up in there late. I got up early like around seven o'clock. I I, I I got up early like around seven o'clock because I said I might come into work for an hour to see if there's any work to be done. Mm-hmm. But when I got up, I was like, "Yeah, screw it. I don't even want to go into work. I'll just go to the convention whenever I want to go to the convention." Right. I finally I finally left my house like around eleven thirty, and I got there like around two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Friday was the day. So Friday was Friday was the day I completely slacked off. I slapped off, got some pictures, played some video games, talked to a few more people, met up with a few more people, and <laughs> met up with a few more people, and basically just enjoyed and basically just enjoyed myself. All right, what games did you play? Well, on Friday, I fought, on Friday I got to play huh, on Friday I got to play Strider for the first time. Oh, how was that? The NES version? No, the new the new remaster. <laughs> yeah, the new remix is coming out in 2014. I found it kind of amusing that on Saturday I was there. They had six kiosks for Strider. They had one for Ace Attorney, one for Monster Hunter, one for DuckTales Remastered, and more people were waiting to play DuckTales. Woo! <sighs> Which is surprising because DuckTales is already out. It's a great <laughs> game! I I do not regret traveling to multiple GameStops to get that, to get my copy just for the limited edition pin. And now they're going to do a physical disc release of it. I'll be yeah, picking, I'll be picking that up too. Yep, I'll be getting that myself. Mm-hmm. Just to say that I have it. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Kayla, how was your Friday? Uh, let's see. Friday, um, well, I didn't show up to the con until, I think, maybe around 11.30-ish, mm-hmm. and, um, that, and I actually woke up at 7.30. Believe it or not, the majority of the time that I spent in between waking up and getting to the con was having my tattoos drawn on me because I was, uh, coming up from Green Lagan that day. Pierce the heavens! Basically. And, uh, I've wanted to do that cosplay for so long and uh my roommate and best friend fox was actually able to um get the uh the tattoos on me and i it, i took much longer doing his because he was also commented that day we kind of were twinsies that day and yeah. we kind of coordinated our cosplays for the entire weekend but um i was taking my sweet time just making sure that everything on his uh on his body was perfect because I'm like Death the Kid. I've got a symmetry problem. If one side is like more, uh, is if one side's tattoos are thicker than the other, then I'll just be like, great. Now I'm gonna have to outline the others, and then I'll look back, and then the other side will be thinner, and I'll just be going back and forth. So I kind of had to just slow myself down and be like, okay, need to stop. I actually have to get to the con today. But um, the convention on its own, uh. I mean, like, I like I kind of uh, wasn't expecting the amount of crowding that was there. Like, it's different from last year because the Javits Center was smaller than it is this year. But mm-hmm. like, 
Man, I don't like. I mean, it wasn't as bad as Saturday, but I don't know. I, I think I was one of the few people that thought Saturday was really good. You know, because we'll get into that in just a sec. But um, as you were saying, my dear. Um. Well, I don't. Actually, I don't really have much to say about Friday at the con per se, except I did go and see Vampy again <laughs> because I was basically there every single day. Thank you again, Danny, for pushing me to actually talk to her. It's like every single day I was there, I just got more and more awkward, and I was like, she's going to get so annoyed with me by the end of Sunday. But after the con, I actually went to her uh, after party at the Hudson Bond, and that was a blast. That's good. I'm glad you had fun. And speaking of uh, Kamina, uh, Kyle Haybear says your femme Kamina is nice. Uh, oh my god! I've had enough moments of senpai notice me this week, and Ramakin cannot. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, just wait till he comes back out here for the East Coast for a con. We're probably going to pack you in our trunk and drag you there. No! I'm just going to curl up in a ball and hide in the corner. I'm just going to grow mushrooms there and not talk to anybody. Nobody's putting Kayla in the corner like that. <laughs> Come on, you'll, 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 you'll be fine. You're hanging with good peoples. Besides, Mako is his bacon chocolate drug dealer. I mean, really. <laughs> Whoa, bacon chocolate sale. Hey, I, gotta be, I gotta be careful with that, though. Yeah. Yeah, usually when he comes to conventions, I bake him something or give him chocolate-covered bacon or candied bacon. But um, he's, like dieting now mm. so i have to figure out what to do for him now or you know you could just give all that chocolate covered bacon to me that's it, an idea well if you room with or us the rest of us no see well i i i, I br- yeah i i bring it for the i bring it for everybody in the room anyway but i'll have to come up with some diety goodies for him <laughs> I, I guess you could go with turkey bacon i guess we could allow for that you know turkey bacon. well no, that's, that's not, not going to be right i know but still no, but I can make uh, semi-healthy cookies and stuff like that. True. It is within my repertoire. Yeah, Kayla, you missed it. Like, last year, this past year, we had ZD in the room, and for a patch, we had, what, breakfast cake? Uh-huh. Yeah, ZD breakfast cake and uh, bacon brownies. Yep. Oh Jesus! I think we found a new per. I think we found someone that's going, that's going to room with us at conventions now. <laughs> oh God! I just popped the biggest bacon boner you don't even know. <laughs> and if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Dstyle says Mako is everyone's bacon drug dealer. <laughs> and Scarlet says I regret not having that cake. There's always next time. Don't worry, there'll always be next yeah, time. Breakfast cake is awesome. I. I... I always do something different for Ronma's birthday every year, and a couple years back, I made breakfast cake. And basically, it's just yellow cake with uh, cinnamon roll icing, and then I did a um, candied bacon weave on top of it. So it's basically like a pancake breakfast, but in cake form. Yes. This is torture. This is torture. This is worse than water torture. I swear. I'm like, I'm so done. <laughs> I make chicken and bacon egg rolls. Oh my god, I've had it with all of you. Well, I, uh, among other things. 
Well, I'm a pretty good cook. Well, well Kayla, I not as good as Mako, obviously, or Mako, sorry. Well, Kayla, I promise you this: um, when we have um, beer battered, deep fried bacon with a nice uh, ranch dip or ch hot, sweet chili dip, you'll be the first to know. Actually, the next one's gonna be chicken fried bacon. Oh yeah, that's right. That sounds so delicious. The bacon boner just hit the ceiling, guys. Just letting you know. <laughs> uh, chicken fried bacon, because America. No, Fuck yeah. <laughs> or um, instant, instant heart attack, just add bacon. <laughs> and if we go back yeah, to... For, for people that think, like, because we, all we talk about is bacon and stuff like that, we don't eat it all the time. As much as we love the shit, it's not like we gorge ourselves on pounds of bacon, Rama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the reason why she said that was I once went to her house, the Mako's house for the weekend and hanging out. We went to Wawa. I picked out a pack of bacon. I figured, you know, eat it over the weekend. I ended up gone in 20 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Oh my god. By himself. <laughs> by himself, he took a whole pound of bacon, cooked it up and ate it by himself. It was gone within an hour. <laughs> Rama, what? The first step to fixing your problem is admitting that you have one. I do not have a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he had a problem, he would go to meetings for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bacon anyway, continue no. with uh, what was actually important about this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe Kayla was telling us about the awesome party she went to Friday night, and she had a great time. Yeah, I got so drunk. <laughs> How drunk were you? Uh, <laughs> I lost track at how many drinks I had. I think I lost track at, like, six. And That's it? Well, well, the one, they were mixed drinks. Two, I hadn't eaten all day. And three, I'm tiny, so it doesn't take a lot. Okay, Kayla. Next time we have a get-together, you're coming with us, and you're going to be trained how to handle your liquor by Mako, because she's heavy-handed when mixing drinks. Yeah, kind of. Oh, God. I don't need to become an alcoholic, guys. You will not become an alcoholic. You'll just be able to party like the rest of us. I used to be able to handle more alcohol, and then, like, I stopped living on my college campus and stopped going to parties, so that kind of took a... It took a toll on how much I was able to drink. <sighs> Things happen, but don't worry. I, you, but I'll teach you how to everything you need to know about drinking, yep. except how to outdrink me. <laughs> oh dear sir, you do not you do not say anything in a challenging tone to a Rainbow Dash cosplayer. That's rule number one of this world, okay? I just I got that I got that idea from this one of uh, this. Like what years ago there was this uh, like like tape you could send away for to help to teach you how to shoot pool and the the hustler who was running it that was his tagline I'll teach you everything you need to know except how to beat me I just <laughs> thought that was pretty part badass part stuck up so I, I I just want you to know that um I had to have a sit down talk with my liver after Nauticon so yeah. Oh yeah, not on speaking terms, is it? Yeah, well, the Spiritus is coming this weekend. <laughs> he, 
yeah. all that progress we made, you know, patching up our relationship, me and my liver, it's going to get destroyed. <laughs> whether or not I go to fucking AAC. All right. But that's not the point. And if we go to the chat room, where it's become like, um... Bacon jam session up in here. Radiator says, <laughs> Radiator says, I have a bacon problem. As in, I currently have no bacon, and that is a problem. That is a problem. Kane goes, Ranma versus liver. Yes. I, Wait. S- I said going into a- the Nauticons, my liver is ready. That Friday night when Wrong. I woke up, my liver was Wrong. not ready. Okay, so let's move along to Saturday, where I can tell we each of us have like a different uh, point of view of that. So, uh, Lin- Linwood, Linwood, you want to go first? I went first the last two times. You go first, Kayla. Oh, jeez. Um, fine, fine, fair enough. Uh, let's see. Saturday, okay, start out. What I cosplayed, I was, uh, I actually was pretty excited about this day because. Um, Saturday I always consider, like, the big day of my cons because it's the most people there, so I want to wear, like, the costume that I've put the most of my heart into. And this was the first con that I actually took a cosplay of mine and completely redid it and re-premiered it. I was, uh, GLaDOS from Portal. That's pretty awesome. I saw it. I really liked how it came out. Yours was, was different. It was, like, more formal and straightforward. I just, I liked it, you know? Oh, thank you. Yeah, welcome. Um, I mean, I kind of drew a little bit of inspiration from uh, Tenori Tiger. If anybody is interested in looking up her GLaDOS uh, design, I kind of took a little bit of inspiration from that. But um, other than that, it was kind of like my own uh, original design. Mm-hmm. Um, but Saturday was definitely the most crowded day. And it was about kind of the most painful day for me. Considering that um, I had been wearing heels on Thursday and then walking several miles in flats the day before on Friday, and I was wearing four-inch stilettos that day, so my feet were just like, are you going to stop and let me wear slippers for once? Dr. Scholes couldn't help, huh? Oh, Dr. Scholes wasn't doing shit. Oh, but, but that my day was... Oh, oh, God. Sorry. I'm sure that my leg muscles are, like, so much stronger right now. Look, yeah. at, look at this with all the walking you did. You don't have to worry about going to the gym for about a week and a half. Well, it doesn't matter because I don't go to the gym anyway. See, there you go. <laughs> but Saturday was definitely um, one of my favorite days. Um, I think I saw, in between Saturday and Sunday, saw the majority of my friends between those two days. And, um... To be honest, that was the day being the most crowded that I saw the most um, creeper activity going on, and I was not pleased with it at all. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna. I heard some uh, some troop posing as a new as a I guess online video site was a uh, yeah we're going curving on people. Yeah, we're going. Yes. Yeah, we're going to cover that at the end when we finish all four days. Because trust me, yeah. Oh, I'll definitely be able to put in a heavy amount of uh, talk toward that. Oh, shit. Uh, Mako, um, you might have to give Kayla your shank for this one. Oh, I don't need my shank. Uh-oh. I've got, I've, got a rusty old, I've got a rusty old box cutter that I prefer to use. A woman after I'm... my own heart. 
I'm bringing out I'm bringing out the old katana for this for this one. There you go. No, I I just think I take I think I just take a 357 and flip it around and start pistol whipping. <laughs> yeah, but other than all that, the day pretty much just ended with me and my usual group of friends, like my little cosplay family. Everybody's, I mean, everybody's friends with everybody in the cosplay community, mm -hmm. but you've got like that one set of people that like you hang out with the majority of the time. Yep. And we basically spent that night at this hotel called the Yotel, which is this I've heard weird. Of it. Oh, it's this awesome, weird, futuristic mod hotel. All we did was we were up on the terrace where it was really windy, and we just ate brownies and told stories all night. And that was our night, and it was amazing. That does sound pretty freaking cool. And they were triple chocolate brownies that tasted like... They were kind of in between, like, the stage of brownie where it's fudge, and it was also, like, the consistency of batter, but if it was, like, stiff enough to hold its shape... Best brownies I've ever had in my life. You have one, and it's like you just got converted to a new religion. That's how good they are. Well, Kayla, wow. Kaylee, remember on Sunday of Anime and X, or it was Saturday, I was walking around with a tray of um, of brownies. Yeah. Mako made those. Did I eat one of them? I think you did. Oh, no, no. Yes, I totally did. I remember those were actually really good. Those were so good. Thank you, Mark. Go. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Just wait until she gets around to making special brownies. Oh, please. I can't afford to make special brownies. Oh, God. No special treats, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. No special treats. Besides, this is not the Scooby-Doo podcast, so. College is done and over with, dude. <laughs> yes. Tr trust me, Kayla. I, 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 I feel you on that. I feel you on that. <laughs> okay, now, Linwood, tell us about your Saturday. Okay, this Saturday, I didn't screw around. I got to the mm -hmm. convention no later than 10.30. And just from, like, 10.30 to, like, 8 o'clock was just nonstop activity. It was like this, 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 this. I was walking around all over the place. My feet hate me at the... My feet at that point were screaming at me, I fucking hate you. I mm -hmm. fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. I'll drink to that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Saturday was just so busy, so hectic. I got into one panel, and I got into one panel. I was trying to do more than one, but the lines were so long and so crowded that I just said, screw it, I'll just keep walking around, bought some stuff, and just took in the experience. Get anything good? I did get the Elements of Harmony book. There's a book? Uh-oh. Yeah, yes, there is. Oh, God, I'm the worst brony ever. I don't own this book, but now I need to have it. Oh, did you get the, did you get the swag, sh the Pinkie Pie swag shirt from Target? No, I keep forgetting, and now they probably don't have it anymore, so... I guess it's off to the Ebays. Oh, you. Oh, I'm probably going to go on as soon as this podcast is done, just to watch. <laughs> Well, shit. <laughs> I don't fuck around, man. I do not fuck around. But yeah, it's just, it sucked there was no My Little Pony panel this year. Was there one last year? Yes, there was. Mm. Thursday. Yeah, had there have been one, I guarantee you I would have been at the very front of the line to get in. Especially if Ashley Ball was going to be there. Just because that would have been the ultimate senpai notice me if I showed up as Rainbow Dash and then got to meet the voice of Rainbow Dash. Because, I mean... Ragnar, you know, you know how uh, yeah. 
You know how big Rainbow Dash is for me. Yes, y- yes, I do. I mean, I got a freaking cutie mark tattooed on my thigh. Damn. Yup, commitment. Mm, I have it. I did not know that. That's why I'm known. That's why I'm known, kind of in my area and group of friends, as Rainbow Dash. I kind of want to be the East Coast Rainbow Dash, but I don't know. You could do it. I don't see why not. Yeah, I think maybe after Katsu, I might have established that little niche, but there are still other really good uh, Rainbow Dash cosplayers out there that, like, they deserve, like, to have the fame that they have, and I don't want to, like, step on them or anything. Look, is those, look I, I, I doubt you're going to be stepping... Please. Please. It, I wouldn't even worry about that. <laughs> Alright, so... As you were saying about um, Saturday, Linwood. Yes, yeah, Saturday I did go to another panel. Mm-hmm. Which it one? was actually, it was a really good panel. What was it? It was the Minorities and Geekdom panel. Oh, oh my god. Okay, tread your water carefully because you know how I feel about this. <laughs> well, it was a very diverse panel. Okay. Quite quite a diverse panel and it was quite a diverse panel and it was talking and it was talking about how it was talking about how minorities are becoming more and more prominent in the fandom okay. about so how more prominent in the fandom about how the stereotype of the white male geek is being replaced by is, is being replaced by females and people of color period and what we have to do going forward and, and what we have to go forward to make sure that what we have to do going forward to make sure our voices are heard and our voices are heard as far as stories go, video games go, far as stories go, video games go, and where, and basically where, and basically where the future is going. Mm. All right, I, I all right, so that that I can that I can get with, I can get behind that because you, you know you know how you know my my general sense about about the minorities and the geekdom and this, you know how I feel. Yes, yeah. and that's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. All well, right. I also did. I also did. Ha- I also did have a story about my lost bag. I did lose my bag. I, I, <laughs> I did lose my bag on on Saturday. On Saturday, I was being too cheap, so I decided to leave my bag in the press room. I'm saying, what's the worst that can happen? They're gonna. Everyone's gonna be all day. Well, I leave. <laughs> I leave the panel around. <laughs> I. <laughs> I'll say I get this panel around six thirty. I leave the panel around seven thirty, and I go back up to the press room. I'm like, "Oh crap! The press room is closed." So I check the press room, and my bag is not there. And I start to panic a little bit. Then they ask me, <laughs> "I start to panic a little bit." <laughs> That's the panic a little bit, and they were saying, "It's a panic a little bit." And I ask about lost and found. So I go to the so I go to the shows lost and found. They said didn't find. So I go to the shows lost and found. They said that. <laughs> they basically said that they basically said that they said they didn't find it yet. So they're saying like you have to check back tomorrow. And I'm thinking like, oh crap, my coat's in there. Mm. <laughs> my coat's in there, and it was pretty cool at night. And I'm like, no, I do not. No, I, I do not want to leave this convention without that bag. Of, so I, <laughs> I, I do not want to leave this convention. I do not want to leave this convention without the bag. Of, <laughs> without <laughs> without that bag. Without that bag, unless I absolutely have to. So I beg and plead to go back up there. I go back up there and I check again, and lo and behold, I check a different place, and the bag was there. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's really good. I would. I was so happy. 
You have no idea. That's good, cause I, I, because Ari, didn't something like that similar happen to you at um, Otakon last year? Yeah, this I le- yeah, yeah. This past Otakon, yeah. I left left my bag in the press room. Did the interview with Vic Mignona, and had a had a brain fart with the trying to find it, and lo and behold, it was back there in the press back there in the press room with including with along with. What the item I wanted Vic to autograph, but thankfully he uh, was nice enough sport to uh, autograph it for me. All right, if we go to the chat room, um, live.network.com, Radiator says to me, "Let's see if we can get a dedicated MLP and wrestling show on Vogue." Followed by Kane saying, "MLP and wrestling on the same show." With Mako Chan says, yeah, and when someone overthrows Black Wolf, that's when there will be a combo wrestling MLP show. <laughs> but in other words, in, in, in other words, never. Exactly. But I'll, I will, <laughs> I will say this much: uh, Thursday, I was sitting here with my friend Howard, and we were watching Impact Wrestling. You have my sympathies. <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, I watch Impact Wrestling and I agree. No, 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 no. Not yet. There was a brony in the front row. <laughs> I know where this is going. With Twilight Sparkle, because that's my home pony. Princess Twilight Sparkle. I forget which shirt it was, but I'm going to down- find this episode and post a screenshot of it. And he had a, a red MLP championship belt on his shoulder. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was seeing things. I was like, how do you see that? And he's like, I'm, I'm done. I, I'm, I, 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 I'm done. <laughs> and now before I call it a night tonight, I have to find this ep- last week's impact and post a screenshot shot of that. And d Styles goes, you impact, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I've had the same reaction to it. Well, of course, knowing Impact, I'm surprised one of the wrestlers didn't make fun of the guy during their promos. <laughs> and Kane falls up with tap out. Okay, let's get over to Sunday, okay? Uh, Kayla, tell us about Sunday at Comic-Con. Okay, Sunday. Well, um, this is the first time that I went to Comic-Con and cosplayed as something remotely close to something from a comic. I did Raven from Teen Titans. Nice. Nice. Yup, spent a half an hour painting my skin and another 20 minutes just spraying on layer upon layer of Ben Nye Final Seal and then Hairspray and then more Final Seal, which the Hairspray was a bad idea because I learned that trick from Drag Queens. Like, that's the way that you get your uh, makeup to like stick but if you're doing your hands and you're moving your hands like eventually it's gonna peel off so that was the worst idea that i could have done but that day was um it was that day was mostly just about like spending time with as many people as i could um saying goodbye to vampy again because i was there every like once every every single day and um also, getting to say goodbye to uh, Stella Chu and Animia, 
Mm-hmm. And those two are also very sweet girls. Um, the day before when I was GLaDOS, I went up to Animia and um, when I was introduced to her, she just looked up at me and she started beaming. She goes, you're so cute. Can I give you a hug? And I'm just like, you want to hug me? Okay. And I just like, I went ahead with it. But um, back to Sunday, um, it was kind of that day where you realize like how happy you are that you've established yourself in the cosplay community and you've made so many friends mm-hmm. because not only was it like the final day of the con for me, but I kind of had a bit of an awkward and very uh, upsetting moment. What happened? Um, long story short, um, I've got a couple of people from my past that I made mistakes involving. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping, considering the amount of people that show up at Comic-Con, that I wasn't going to run into them. And lo and behold, as I'm doing a shoot, I look up, and I see them staring at me as they walk past. Well, they hid behind a corner as I was doing my shoot, just watching me. And I'm just like, my heart was beating out of control. My stomach felt like it was doing backflips. I started to feel like... I started to feel like woozy. I was thinking, I'm going to have a legitimate panic attack. So I told my photographer, hey, why don't we go and shoot outside? Because it's windy and I have a cape and it'll be awesome. And really, I just wanted to get away from them. Mm-hmm. But um, as soon as I was finished outside, I came back in and noticed that they were walking around that area. And I'm thinking, these people are following me. So I had to tell my friends basically this short version of the story of what had happened, which I can't really go into detail about. Um, and I can't really, like say any names or like any details or anything it's just because like it's up to you wh- how you want to spin it yeah it's basically kind of like <laughs> relationship drama Fair that enough. involved a couple people and a couple of mistakes that like ended up screwing me over in the end but long story short after this um I had just a group of friends just trying to calm me down no one would let me walk around alone for the rest of the con because they wanted to make sure that I was okay and that I was safe and I was actually moved to tears at how um, just happy I was that so many people were concerned about whether or not it was okay. Yes, and especially me. Yeah, because I remember it was on Saturday when you came over to me and I told you what was going on, yeah, right? Yeah, I walked away and said, I'll be right back. I took pictures and video. I turned. You were gone. I'm like, don't do that. I'm Do not sorry. give me a coronary. I'm so be- sorry. Because if you give me a coronary and you said and you tell me somebody is freaking you out, I probably would have had my I probably would have done what Homer does to Bart on them. Why you little Oh yeah, I I mean you had disappeared and I was thinking I was gonna like run into you, but I had to meet up with someone because my like my phone was about to die, so I had one of my other friends walk me over to the meeting point and I Knew I should have found you and told you, but I didn't, like, want to risk running smack dab into them again. Understandable. Yeah, but Thursday was an amazing day. It was just very sad at the end because apart from saying goodbye to all of my uh, really good friends, I had to say goodbye to Fox, who is my best friend, who he lives on the other side of the country. Mm. So by the time I was on the train ride heading back home... I was sobbing and in tears, and I had to just keep my eyes out the window so that nobody could see that I was just breaking down. But, like, it wasn't, like, the sad where it was like I was going to be depressed about it for forever. It was more like the sad and that, like, 
I was just like it was just so upsetting that everything was over. Yeah, like you, the weekend went by so freaking fast. And you had one hell of a good time because I know that happened to me last year when I was coming back from AWA and when I went to Animazement back in 2000 or 2001. No, I think it was 2000. Yeah, I had so much of a good time. I I I just teared up. It was just an it was just awesome times all around. Yeah. All right, uh, Linwood. How was your Sunday at Comic Con? Fuck my feet, fuck my feet, fuck you, Linwood, fuck you, Linwood. I hate you. My feet hate me. I know. That, <laughs> that, that was me when I was leaving the con. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dude, I was so sore on Sunday. Literally, my body was like, I hate you. I freaking hate you. But, I yes. That, I was that sort of last Comic Con I went. Plus, I was also working walking around in dress shoes and end up getting a blister. Mm. That was also not fun. Ouch, that hurts. Bet your feet weren't as blistered up as mine from wearing heels for two days. Hmm. Yeah, I bet not. I bet (laughs) not. I could give you a pair of my heels if you want to try that paint out. Oh, no, screw that. (laughs) Somehow I don't think you're going to find a pair of my size. We'd have to you cobble in this you one. <laughs> We'd have to cobble you up here. <laughs> and unfortunately, the budget does not allow for it. Maybe that's not such a bad thing. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, so something was basically me playing some... <laughs> was basically me getting video of video games. I got video of me playing Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta 2 is going to be freaking awesome. <sighs> yes, that will be the number two reason why I'll be buying a Wii U. That's number one, number one reason for me. No, my number one reason is Mario Kart 8, because I am a Mario Kart whore. <laughs> well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before we get to the grand overall thoughts of Comic-Con, let's get to the elephant into, in the room. And that would be... I got be? my elephant gun. The issues with the utter stupidity of not just the fandom, but some of the press and media outlets were to cosplayers. Oh, thank you. No, let's not call them press. Let's put quotes. Press. In other words, call a spade a spade. Yes. Yes. Okay. First off, we're going to need some proper music for this. Perfect. Okay. Complaints and grievances. Yes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's time to fire up the Department of Complaints and Grievances. Now, for those of you who know me, I have an issue when press people or media people are unprofessional with cosplayers. There are certain things you cannot say to them unless you know that cosplayer for a long period of time and you know they're not going to react that way or you let them know up front. Even still, I don't do that. Could, but don't want to. Now, I hear there was a group called Manhunter Television running oh, around. Oh, God. Yup. Oh, yeah. All right. Who, who wants to field this one? And I will give them the giant gun to handle it and the knife. Can I please? Yes, yes, here. Yes, 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 yes. This is why we wanted you on the show. 
the gun Thank is bigger you. than you, but so you might want to steady your aim before you pull the trigger. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll uh, control my rage until I do get my aim. But these people are the reason why fewer people like they're the reason why cons are just going in the shitter because it's so easy for anybody to get a press badge if you wield a camera you can call yourself press and they will give you a badge i oh. really think that there needs to be a more thorough screening process for people before they can get one uh, um um i would have to object to that because trust me getting press for comic con you have to give an ounce of your blood on the application you didn't get pressed, did you? Or nope. Oh, no, well. did not. Evidently, Anime Jam Session does not get enough high enough numbers for them. A bunch of the small press outlets got dicked this year. So, <laughs> meanwhile, I guess like sexist groups like Manhunter TV got press, which is just yeah. utter bullshit. It's all because of numbers. It's a numbers game when it comes to press with big convention. If you can bring thousands of people on your site to hear what you have to say about various topics, you're going to get a badge. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kayla, then may it... I say it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was saying that Manhunter TV is at... <laughs> Manhunter TV, from what I heard, they fake the credentials. Oh, they did. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not They're not real. Well, I thought they had a show on, uh, on XM Cirrus. Nope. Mm, interesting. I mean, even if they did, they've been covering up their asses like crazy, so they're just getting rid of all of the evidence that they even existed. They're on the run right now, so you would never know. You know what it was? Probably because one of the people probably works for a show for XM Series and used that to get in, which is... No. I, I, yeah. I, I, I can't... I can't... I frown upon that. Yeah. So... Pretty much, um, the one of the issues is that this group was going around interviewing cosplayers and female cosplayers and asking them very sexually deviated deviant questions, stuff that we're not going to repeat on the air. No, basically. But let's just say the, the, these were, these would be questions you wouldn't even ask your ask of your own sister or your own mother. I mean, really. These are the kinds of questions that if you have a single amount of humanity in you, you wouldn't ask a single female no matter how well you knew them. Oh, yeah. Some of, these, yeah, some of these questions are not just beyond the cuff. They are vile, vicious. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. not to not to just, I mean, I know that you say you can't repeat any of them on the air, but some of them were like uh, comparing like, well, not comparing, but, like, linking up to how skimpy their cosplay was versus how often they have sex, um, what their cup size was, just all this other stuff. And I hadn't heard about this until after the convention yeah. where, um, I mean, the, the sad part is I had seen these guys. I had no idea what they were about. I didn't hear what they were interviewing this girl about. I think they were interviewing a black cat cosplayer i could be wrong yeah and but... they're also interviewing a girl that was also death she did a steampunk death from sandman which i saw and i thought her cosplay was phenomenal so yeah but basically um i felt so sorry for all of these girls because it's we don't need 
we don't need to be itemized in the cosplay community. Just because we dress skimpy doesn't mean that we're doing it for anybody else. We're doing it for ourselves. Exactly. And some girls, yep. some girls are comfortable being naked. Others aren't. I'm like, I finally got up the courage to cosplay as poison to one of the biggest conventions in the United States, which takes gigantic balls that a lot of girls don't have. And just because you dress sexually does not mean that you deserve any of the sexual comments and any of the harassment that your costume could, quote, warrant you, unquote. In other words, they try to shift the blame on you. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's kind of like saying you're asking for it, and we're not. Cause that's not, that's not okay, and, and that's not okay at all. Nope. I mean, you can like a character that dresses in practically nothing, and it doesn't have to be because they dress in practically nothing. But apparently, guys think that's why we like cosplayers like that. Like all cosplay girls have to look sexy all the time, which is totally not true. No, that's not mm -hmm. true at all. In fact, going back to that point, I think the best cosplay all weekend, at least for me. Was a steampunk Thor. Oh, that was when. <laughs> yes, there was a steampunk Thor running around on Saturday. Didn't see it. She. Yeah, she had the big poofy dress. She had the hat. She had the hammer. She. It was an amazing costume. I can't wait to get pictures of that up. Man, awesome. I actually wish I could have seen that. Same here. Like. <laughs> steampunk anything is awesome for me. So. But yeah, she looked great. Yeah, I just, um, I don't know, like, I'm not friends with anybody that was stopped. I do know of a couple people that were stopped by these guys, and I think the one cosplayer that brought it up the most and caused, like, the biggest reaction to it was, I think her name's Bethany Maddock. Yeah, I, yes, are. yes. Yeah, I felt like, I mean, I'm glad that a lot of girls like her um, have the courage to say no to these people because, I mean, uh, Rama, you know me, and mm -hmm. you know that even though I dress sexy and even though that I have confidence, if anyone puts me on the spot like that, a lot of people like me just shut down and start panicking and don't know what to do. We don't know how to say no. And then I will always look at you and, like, point them out to me. Point them out to me. Exactly. And that's also, a lot of people think that that's the girl's fault, too, but... A lot of, like, a lot of us can't help if we're scared and we get, if we get up enough, if we get up enough, uh, courage to wear a skimpy costume, that doesn't necessarily mean that we have enough courage to act out, like, as outlandishly as they do. Exactly. And, and we're, we shouldn't be expected to. That's the long and the short of it. Because at the end of the day, true. you cosplay for yourself and nobody else. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> right now, our Skype line is open. So if you want to talk, come on real quick and talk about Comic-Con, your thoughts, your opinions, just Skype us at Anime Jam Session. The line will be open probably for the next few minutes until um, we, clo we close up on out of here. Now, as I, this, is some, this is something not everybody knows. I mean, they, some people do know, but at the same time, they don't. I mean, yes, I am a podcast. I am a press person. I'm a media person. But I'm also a cosplayer. I've been doing the cosplay part more. I understand both sides of the coin. But again, it isn't fair, nor is it right for you to do that. It's it's just like, like last year when there was a similar incident with another press outlet, which, from according to my sources, nobody from that outlet was there. 
which I'm like thankful for. What this guy did last year, he asked these these questions and he asked the girl if he could lay his head on her boobs. Huh. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. When you get that I'll say when you get that badge, when you get that press credential mm-hmm. say when you get that badge and when you get that press credentials, you have a responsibility to act professional at all times. Yes. At all times. And that means being respectful to everyone at the convention. Male, female, black, white, what have you. Yes. And when you do stuff like that, when you ask questions like that, you <laughs> I'll say when you ask questions like that, you not only cheapen yourselves, you cheapen everyone else that wears the badge. You make all of us look bad. Exactly. And now what happens is that because you messed up um the 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 the, pro, the, pro, the proper procedures protocol for press is going to change and it's going to make it harder for smaller outlets to be able to do their coverage now because they're going to be scrutinized a lot more. Yeah, pretty oh, yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. Alright, now, now I will give my brief uh, breakdown of Comic-Con. I was only there for one day, which was Saturday. I like the fact that when you got there, they pulled everybody into the queue room and then when 10 o'clock rolled around or even before 10 o'clock they started bringing a few people out at a time so it wouldn't be like a massive storm of people I personally found that Saturday wasn't as crowded as last year I know in the dealer's room in the towards the back right area that was a traffic jam area but other than that I was able to get around and go from point A to point B. Well, yeah, this year definitely. Last year was just nuts. Mm-hmm. And people flipping out over the RFID tags of, you know, you linking your Facebook and your Twitter accounts and making posts about how much fun you're having at the con. And it, I'm glad that Reed pu- pulled that, but then there's some, there's a couple of documents articles that popped up about that, about the security of it. I mean, I understand that they're using the RFID to secure badges to break down, stop counterfeiting, but as somebody who took a class on network security, it's There's not, better ways to do it than that? No, no, it's one of the best ways to do it. But getting the equipment, let's just say it does not cost a lot of money to buy a few badges, an RFID scanner, and crack the code to generate your own because the code that's on the back of, the, of these badges is, I'd, I think it's like 15 characters, give or take. You could probably generate about a million codes. Comic Read only needs maybe about 100,000 of those. And you could generate from the remaining ones because as long as it's in the prop in the algorithm when you scan it it's going to be fine and if you're generating codes all you gotta do is log on to the site punch the code in and it would activate so hopefully for next year they'll come out with a better way of doing it but I have a feeling for PAX East they're going to be using RFID tags but on the same token it's a little bit easier to get into the con, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so okay. So, well, we're not getting any calls on the Skype line, so I'm probably going to close it in another minute or two because we are running late due to the fact that we're 
definitely talking about uh, Comic Con, and it's one of our epic podcasts. <laughs> I guess no one else went or something, or they're too shy. Probably the too shy aspect, but um, mm-hmm. in comparison to prior Comic Cons, what did you think? Far and away the best one. Okay. This is far and away the best Comic Con I've had. I I would have to agree with that. Because, um, I mean, last year at Comic-Con, my, my friend base was so, so small. And it was actually because um, the only reason I was there was because my boyfriend at the time was the only one that was, like, really, like, helping, like, to escort me to these conventions. The only ones that I went to a year were Anime Next and New York mm-hmm. Comic-Con. And it was really a lot because of him because I was too scared to wander around on my own because I really didn't have any friends but now I'm I've got like some of the most amazing people and a huge group of the most amazing people around so it's just it's made me want to just branch out to even more conventions and just being around all these people getting my picture taken I even got a star spotted a couple times I had people coming up going are you Avalon and I'm just like you know who I am <laughs> but these moments, it's just it just solidifies every single uh, convention solidifies like why you love what you do and why you're going to continue doing it. And if anything, this was definitely something that like it was just a stronger feeling of just pride in what I do. And I definitely know that even for like another decade plus, I'm going to be continuing to do this. That's great to hear. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Plus, if you're going to other conventions, you're going to run with some people from prior cons, and when you go there, they're going to be like, hey, I know you, and your your friend base is just going to expand like, whoa. Yeah, last year I barely knew anybody, and now this year I feel like Little Miss Popular. I mean, not to brag, but damn. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of bragging here or there, you know. I don't make those kind of connections for whatever reason. This doesn't come as naturally to me, I don't think. I had people texting me, like, Wednesday and Thursday if I was going to be there. I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe. And Car Captain Will was like, you better be there. I'm like, god damn it, man, come on. But, yeah, I somehow made it in there, so it, it, it was fun. It definitely was. Okay, uh, last call for the Skype line before I shut it down. Get, giving it a minute. Um, let me go to the chat real quick. Um, D. Sal says, I would, but I was only there for a Friday. And he had to stay home all weekend. Uh, uh-huh. Vog underscore 940 says, I was there for Saturday only. Oddly less crowded than Saturday last year. E- exactly. Yeah, that was kind of weird, wasn't it? And Scarlet goes, Will was there, holy crap. Yes, he, Card Captor Will was there. He was working the, um, the OTP booth in the back. All right. Um, I'm. I guess we get, while we have a couple of one minute, let's take a look at some interesting stories out of Japan. Oh, oh goody! Gosh. Yay! Oh, these are always fun. Oh, <laughs> spanning the globe. Yep, yep. As long, or as just long, Tokyo. Something along those lines. 
Now, if my browser would be so kind as to load the articles, we can rock and roll on this. We're going to cover these three articles real quick. If no one comes in on the Skype line, we're going to um, we're going to we're going to close it out. We're going to we're going to go into our last part of the show. So we're going to need some proper music for this. <laughs> of course. First one: bullet train passengers comment about exploding bladder reported to police as bomb threat. The fuck? Whoa, what? <laughs> in Tochigi, a Tohoku-bound bullet train was forced to make an emergency stop after passengers reported that a man had warned there would be an explosion on the train. According to police, the Tohoku Shinkansen running from Tokyo Station to Shin Aomori was stopped at Nashoshiobara, Tochigi Prefecture around 9 a.m. Friday morning after a passenger reported a man had said there's going to be an explosion in this carriage. Fuji TV reported that the police conducted a search, but no suspicious packages or items were found. During police questioning, the man said, I was drunk and on the phone at the time. I may have said I felt like my bladder was going to explode. Be lucky he said his bladder and not his colon. <laughs> oh, God. I second that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He couldn't, like, find, like, a cup to pee into? He could have just, I don't know. There's a st- it does raise a bunch of questions, yes. Yeah, it raises so many questions. Well, when you... are that or you must be insanely egotistical to say, Stop the train! I have to use the bathroom! And they do it for you. Well, when you have to go, you have to go. Well, I do have one thing to say. And then there's this asshole. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> Our next article is from Entertainment. Japan votes on the musical act they most want to see in the Olympic oh ceremony. Oh my god. They held, the Japanese Olympic Committee held a survey asking everyone which musicians they would like to see appear at opening ceremony. Oh. About 145,000 people responded and they have the top 20. Can I have delivery, please? Say what? 220 Montgomery Street, apartment 16F. Dude. We can hear you. Oh, <laughs> Great. Womp, womp. Great. Now, now, people from the podcast are going to stalk you, dude. Sleep with one eye open tonight. And the shotgun in the other hand. <laughs> your pillow tight. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't do that again. Sir, you're grounded. <laughs> Number 20, Nami Amuro. Number 19, Kiyoshi Hikawa. Number 18, Ikimono Gakari. 17. Yay. Oh, you know that person? Oh, yeah. Cool. Number 17, Keisuke Kuwata. 16, Saburo Kitajima. 15, Masahado Fukuyama. 14, Masafumi Akikawa. 13, Sayori Yuki. Number 12, Mr. Children. I've heard of him. Music's good. Number 11, Messiah. I love her. Especially if you ever watch Samurai Champloo. Number 10, Akiko Wada. Number 9, Bees. Number 8, Hikaru Utada. Woohoo! Number 7, AKB48. That should be higher on the list. Totally not biased, though. <laughs> Number 6, Dreams Come True. Number 5, Yuzu. Oh, wow. Number four, SMAP. 
Number three, Exile, which I'm kind of surprised by. Number two, Arashi. Followed by number one, Southern All-Stars. The fact that Jam Project isn't even mentioned on this is making me twitchy and irritable. Aww. <laughs> Where was TMR on this? <clears throat> well, the whole thing is, is that the whole thing is basically filled with a lot of idols and pop acts, which probably won't even be around in 2020. Mm. So, making the entire article completely immaterial. Exactly. It was just basically something so that they could get an idea of what the people would like to see. So, in another ten years, they'll look at and see who's popular and find out what matches this list, basically. And as the article goes, actually with the ranking of this of this n- nature, readers' reactions were mixed. Some expressed surprise at the first way sh- saying Southern All-Stars are still alive. Others went after the various idols and pop acts with the list comments like AKB and Arashi. Seriously, stop. Especially AKB. We'd be an international laughing stock. If we are including idols, Vocaloids and anime songs should also be included. <laughs> Commenters need not worry, however. These results simply express who members of the public want to see at the opening ceremony and may not be what we'll see on the stage in seven years, especially with AKB48, who probably become completely a different group of girls in such a stretch of time. It seems <laughs> a little early to be choosing a representative band given the rate that music changes, but it's good to see that the JOC is getting to work and testing the waters. And Ari, he actually wrote an article of what the opening ceremonies would be like. <laughs> and the sad part is... When they have opening ceremonies, there'll be more people from our fandom in front of the TVs watching it, screaming for their idols. Not caring about the Olympic events itself, but hoping to see their favorite idols singing on stage. God, imagine if it were Korea. No, because Korea would explode. Oh my god, what what have I done? What indeed. Here, I'll link you to the article I wrote. Yes, Korea would explode. Okay, and now we get over to our very last um, interesting articles of Japan. Yakuza member charged with trespassing after chasing boss's cat. Oh, Lord. A Yakuza member has run afoul of the law after running over a shopping arcade roof chasing an escaped cat on his boss's command. According to the reports, the 43-year-old member in the Gifu prefecture has been charged with trespassing after trying to catch his boss's beloved cat. It seems that the cat leaped from the gang's office veranda, went to the top of the neighborhood shopping arcade, and took off. The boss ordered his underling to find the pet, prompting the man to scramble onto the roof of the arcade. <coughs> Though this actually happened in June, the police didn't press charges until October 10th. The Yakuza member, perhaps not concerned about having something as trivial as trespassing on his record, readily admitted to the minor crime. Apparently, he chased the cat for about 500 meters, but was unable to find it. Fortunately, the cat came back on its own volition about a week later, so all is well that ends well, we suppose. Police established an anti-organized crime center along the arcade last August, and increasing efforts to expel the Yakuza presence, which may explain why they went so far as to bring charges against the cat-chasing man. What the hell? Gifu must be a really, really slow place. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I mean, modern-day mafia. Imagine Tony Soprano getting all pissy, you know, if his beloved cat ran off, you know? Get back here, Fluffy! (laughs) He might shoot at it to get it to stop. I don't know. Mm. Also, okay, 
I got to bring up the obvious question. Yes. How much of his pinky did he have to chop off for getting arrested after this whole chase? Ooh, that's a good one. Good question. I, I, I don't think I want to know. Me either. I kind of do. <laughs> I think for something like this, maybe like the first section, probably. Like the first little sector. Also, by the way, I hope you realize like how perfect the music was being the Benny Hill theme for a chase scene. Yes! Article. Yeah. I was just holding my breath while you were um, reading the article, just going, I need to say it, I need to say it, I can't hold it in. Go right ahead, it's quite alright. <laughs> it was just like, chasing montage! <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I can say that's all that ends well. Now we're going to go ahead, take our final break, and when we get back, we are going to wrap things up. Works for me. Works for me as well, so see y'all in a bit.
I have to say, I think we're going into the record for the longest podcast we've ever done live. Mm-hmm. You sure? I, I, I think co- we've done longer ones than this. Maybe, but we're, according to Audition, we're clocking in at one hour, 59 second, 59 minutes, something like that. Mm. Damn. <laughs> well, oh, pardon me. Well, when, we, when we're doing con, con reviews, this usually happens, so... And Mako Chan's over here like, hurry it up, hurry it up, I have to go. <laughs> She's got shit to do. Yeah, by yeah, by shit I mean she means read her smutty fan fiction. Oh yeah. <laughs> See? Actually I'm gonna make a baked potato when we're done. With cheddar cheese and sour cream. Is it gonna be a double ba- oh. twice baked potato? No, I don't have that much time. <laughs> I just discovered that a friend of mine got on my case because I never had um, baked potatoes and chili before. Or, you know, you take a baked potato and you put chili in the middle of it. I'm like, I've never had that! I've never had that either! Sounds good! It's it sounds really possible. You put the chili in the baked potato and then you load it with cheese. Oh. Yep, there's the boner hitting the ceiling again. <laughs> Uh, Marco, I think the next time we have an official staff meeting, we're going to do that. Uh, well, depending on the staff that ends up at the meeting, <laughs> that's we why may have to uh, tweak some chili. Exactly. Tweak it? You mean make it spicier? Yes. Ooh. I actually wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about tweaking it so no meat was in it for. Oh, okay. Something. Oh right, yeah. Oh right, yeah, right. that's I, right. I forgot. You you have to understand. Back at the old studio, I couldn't work with beef because a certain roommate was allergic to it. <coughs> Meanwhile, yeah, she still there. did. Screw her. Well, let's not even get into that right now. So, uh, anywho, Kayla, thanks for being on the show with us tonight. Thanks for having me. I had a blast. I'm glad you did. What you hear is pretty much what we do every single week. (laughs) (laughs) And Alpha, yes, we're planning on PAX East, so when I get that together, we're gonna we're gonna knock that out. So if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. Because we do this for free out of our own pockets. Because we're independent bloggers, we're independent podcasters. We tell you how it is. We're not biased like the other sites. And if we're going to be biased, our starting uh, bribery price starts in around the $10,000 range, give or take. So, you know. So, definitely check out our website, AnimeJamSession.com. Um, our cosplay interview will be up, I believe, tomorrow. Along with, I am working on a couple of articles for the site that should be up before I get out of here for AAC. And also on the site, you will find links to... Our podcast, where you can listen, where you can listen and download. If for some reason you can't access them, you can find them on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, and Xbox Music. If you give us a five star review, we will gladly give give you props on our podcast. Definitely check out our YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash Anime Jam Session TV. Uh, Kayla, do you have a YouTube page? Um, yes, I do. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Avalon Cosplay. Just look up my uh, page in the YouTube search bar. 
And if anyone is interested in following me on Facebook, facebook.com backslash A-V-A-L-O-N-C-O-S. So it should spell Avalon Cause. You guys should come and check out my stuff. I'm pretty sure you'll find something you like. Most definitely. And the rest of us are on YouTube. You can find us at find me at youtube.com slash DJ S. Ari is at Ari22682 and Mako Chan is over at Jupe Luna. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. If you want to know when our when you want to check out our articles, videos, photos, what cons we're going to, all this cool stuff, twitter.com slash anime jam session. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at DJ S. Ari is at the Ari Man, and Mako Chan is at Joe Vedea. Facebook, Facebook.com slash anime jam session. We're up to 2,607 likes and fans. And for that, I just have to say thank you. As long as you continue to like the page, like the photos, like the videos, articles, this and that, we're going to continue to post more for you guys because that's what we do. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash IamDJRonMess. Um, Mako is at Makoto Makochan Kino. And, and I think that's just about it because, Kale, you gave off your Facebook, correct? Correct. Awesome. And like I said, we're on the VOG Networks, uh, Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Encore Presentation, Thursdays at 1. VOG, V-O-G, Voice of Geeks. We're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. If you're into books, television, movies, British pop culture, Doctor Who, science fiction, that whole, that, that whole type of cool stuff, check out Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pop Culture, and Understation Live. If you're into World of Warcraft, check out WoW Wednesdays with Girls Gone WoW at 12 p.m. And Horde House Wednesday at 10 p.m. that night, which is live. Um, and like I said, we have new neighbors, so that's Electric Sisterhood. They're on before us at 8 p.m. So if you like what we do on Anime Jam Session, definitely check out ESH. They're more of a female-centric of what we do, with a little bit more sass to it, which is pretty cool. So definitely check them out. And... Don't forget to check out the Bobby Blackwell Show, Sundays at 8, followed by Orange Johns Radio, Sundays at 9. It is the flagship um, programming on this network. If it wasn't for those two stations, those two shows, we probably wouldn't even be here right now. So, definitely check them out. Okay, we're going to go around the wor- around the room for uh, last thoughts. Ari. Did anyone spare some change? <laughs> Mako. I hate being sick. Mine, um, got to get back into the mindset of getting up at 6.30 in the morning. That's going to be fun. Linwood, last words? Uh, Complex sucks. Your Comic-Con was great, but Complex fucking sucks. Kayla. Your Comic-Con was great, and now to be depressed until KatsuCon rolls around. I miss KatsuCon. Maybe I'll 20th, be... anniversary. Hmm? 20th anniversary this year. Well, I'll be at Wicked Winter Ren Fair. So, unless I can secure a crash base, that's not happening. So, it is what it is. So, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Um, brand new episode next week where we'll talk about AAC, our final con of the year. So, that's just about it. So, I'm Ronma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. I'm Silver Phoenix. And I'm Avalon Cosplay. Great fight. Great night. See you next week.
Good night. Night, guys. I'm broke, biatch. Night. Dixie. Say good night, Marco. Good night, Marco. Good, you didn't do it the way that'll piss me off. Good night, Marco Chan. God damn you! <laughs> this podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or fangirls hurt, maimed, or killed during this episode. This time, the views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.